0: PlushCare.com slash loss Yo, what up? Welcome to Tevez of the Best. Today is Friday, December 27. Happy final Friday of 2019. My name is JC Tevez. Welcome to the podcast about my life and nothing else. What's up, everyone? Happy end of the week. It uh, For a lot of you, you're probably not working anymore until the end of, uh, well, until the start of 2020, so happy advanced new year. I'll see if I can release a podcast on the 31st because it is on a Tuesday and I do release on Tuesdays and Fridays. So, baalana. na. But with that being said, uh, I'm just going to update you with what's going on. First of all, uh, is anybody watching You Season 2? I'm on Episode 2 and I'm not going to spoil it, but it's so cheesy and it's really bad writing. But I love it. <laughs> It's like the guiltiest shit that I've ever you know like how they say this is literally literal guilty pleasure. As in you're like, this show is so bad, but it's so good. (laughs) You know, it makes me you know if you ever watch season one of you. So if you watch season one, Balena, if you plan on watching season one, I, I guess you should maybe this is probably spoiler, but season one, so see Joe, the main guy. He's a bad dude, right? But there's a lot about him, and I, I know it might sound bad, but there's a lot about Joe that is relatable. You know, not the killer, serial killer stalker part, but the part about how he he, he feels about love. I think it's really, I think it's relatable in a sense. You know how, because he has a lot of inner monologue. Yung, parang ano, nagsasalita lang siya sa, sa ulunga and but into he's narrating the story in the series and a lot of it's like yeah i feel you man but then he crosses a lot of lines obviously so now season two just started uh he moves to la to kind of escape uh the basta you'll watch the end of season one and season two he's already done some stuff <laughs> watch it man uh if you're into that shit if you're into guilty pleasure shows, I think you, I think if you like season one, so far, I think it's entertaining. But I'm so, I'm so in, I'm so invested right now. <laughs> uh, speaking of other things on Netflix, uh, natapos <laughs> ano, Avatar, The Last Airbender. I finally finished it. And I gotta say, first of all, I understand why a lot of people think it's like really, really good. But I still think Legend of Korra is better. Uh, I, I'm probably in the minority. But Avatar, Last Airbender, was pretty awesome, especially the Zuko storyline. Zuko, like, uh, his family, so the Zuko... I, oh my god, I I actually, I shed a tear. Something I never did in Legend of Korra, because I guess it wasn't, I wasn't really, you know, I don't know. There were a lot of cool themes in Legend of Korra, but one of the themes that I thought that was really important in Avatar... Was the bad turning into good. Or like, you know, being on the fence of being bad, evil, and good. Because in Legend of Korra, the characters are mostly good. They're, they're all pretty good. They're all good people. I mean, the main characters. But one of the main characters in Avatar Last Airbender was Zuko. Who, you know, when you first see him, he's, he's a bad dude. And then he slowly slowly start to empathize with the situation. Grave. I actually, I shed a tear, man. For real when he you know spoiler obviously but it's in season three when zuko finally admits that he's he's been bad and he wants to do the right thing now and he joins team avatar and when he reunites with uh, uncle iroh oh in the tent oh my god you know what i'm talking if you've seen this show i think you would feel me as in and the words that uncle iroh said were the best uh because Zuko said that, you know, don't quote me on this, but Zuko said something like, I'm so sorry that I, uh, oh, shit, I don't remember exactly what, Zuko said something like, I'm so sorry I, I let you down, I'm so sorry that I was bad or whatever. And Iroh says that, I was never mad at you. He said that, I was never mad at you, I was just sad that you lost your way. And that was so unbelievably it. I mean, that that's just textbook how to be a parent, because you know, Iroh is the father figure of Zuko, because you know, Zuko got banished and got burned by his dad. So this whole time, Zuko didn't really appreciate that. And then when finally, when Iroh says like, "I'm sorry that you know, uh, I lost. I'm sorry that you lost your way," something like that. Oh, the feels, guys, the feels. And then if you know the whole story with Iroh, due Iroh lost his his son in the war, and that's why he he had a change of heart. Uh, I'm losing a lot of people right now who don't watch Avatar, but it's just... I think the theme is is really beautiful. You know, So Avatar, would I recommend it? Yes, I would. Uh, it's very kiddy, as I, I have mentioned in the past few podcasts. Super, very catered towards kids. So what I would do is, if you have a kid, maybe who's like 8 years old, 9 years old, I would let them watch that show. And I think they would learn a lot of important life lessons. It's a great show. I think it's a very important show for kids who... Uh, I think it teaches a lot of important lessons. So, yeah. So, it's great, it's great. That's what I that's what's new with me. <laughs> uh I did say that I was going to talk about the K-pop hosting that I did on Sunday. I was supposed to do it on the Halal Hala show, but we decided to do like a a decade episode. So, I didn't get to do that. So, I'm going to talk about it right now. I hosted on Sunday this past Sunday the, the fan meet of a K-pop idol named Im Hyun Sik uh, or it's spelled L-I-M-H-Y-U-N-S-I-K if you're going to spell it in English letters it's, uh, it's but it's pronounced Im Sik and it was so crazy guys like crazy in many ways so let me talk about the pre-show so pre-show I got there and they were like yo um, so here's your interpreter his name is Andy and Andy's a cool dude uh, we, we became friends Andy's a Korean guy moved here when he was 17, moved to the Philippines. Then he learned English. He learned Tagalog. So he can speak English, Tagalog, and Korean. But he's a Korean dude. Super cool. And what's even crazier, so I was backstage, right? And there were like, Filipina ladies, girls. My, uh, so good among my age or younger. Maybe 24, 25. Just, you know, they're in backstage. They have their IDs on and they come next to me. And then Bigla lang as in straight up fluent like uh onde like that. I don't know. I mean, I don't know any Korean words, but that's what it sounded like. So it's so it was so crazy to me just to see that these you know like these purely Filipino girls, as in they're pinaya because they're magtagalog and they're not they they they're not half Korean. They don't look they don't look like they have any Korean heritage or walang lahi na Koreano, as in speaking straight up fire korean and I'm like damn it was so cool it makes you really appreciate the people who who learn the language uh, another language other than their you know their native tongue it's just so inspiring it's like damn so cool and you know i i don't mean to generalize these people but my guess is that these are people who are just super interested in korean culture maybe they they watched drama when they were younger or they love k-pop and then they're like i want to learn how to speak korean and then they they took it as a serious thing like they they really took it seriously and now they're they're translating for the korean peeps it's so cool i mean i think that's what's really great i used to not me but i know a lot of uh people like when i was growing up they would they would really like make fun of the 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 english-speaking people who would love to watch anime for example but they they couldn't speak japanese and then they would try to speak japanese to you and they're like oh why are you speaking japanese you can't speak and then they learn japanese for real and now they're translator it's just never i think that's a skill that i would love to give my kid if i ever have a kid like it would have to be languages i would like expose them to a lot of foreign language things because it's such a useful skill it's so cool so anyway back to the back to the story so i ran into all these translators but my main translator you see andy the korean guy And the the stage manager of the show, as well as the 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 show director, the director of the fan meet, were are are from Korea. They actually flew in from Korea. They don't speak Tagalog. Their English is very minimum. And uh, I think it's like I think Koreans have something like kapampangan's where they always sound angry, but they're not. So I was so nervous. So we had a little meeting. So the Im Hyun Sik though, he's a very mahiain guy. He's kind of a shy dude. And uh, so their main point of emphasis to me was make sure that you hype up the crowd so that there's energy. And, uh, and then you make sure that Im Hyun Sik, Si Hyun Sik is known as, or that's what we call him, Hyun Sik is like shows energy on stage. And so we had a little stage meeting in the back or uh, uh, like a pre-prod meeting. And the Korean director was like talking. He was looking at me like I could understand him speaking in Korean, like you know, uh, 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 MC or uh, I don't know. I mean, he, that's what I just remember. I because I, you know my I was MC like host MC. So he was just kept MC. So he kept saying MC. Like, he was talking about what me, I was supposed to do. And I was just nodding my head, <laughs> like, yep, I understand you. And, my translators were all there on the side, but of course they had to wait for him to stop fin- talking so that they could translate it for me. And, oh man, they, it was just, I was so scared because he, they sounded angry, like, MCA, and the yeah, guys, you know. I, I can't, I can't even fake Korean because it's just so difficult. And, but there are little parts where I kind of understood where he, what he was going for because he was using hand signals and he would speak a little bit of English. So when I understood something, I'd be like, "Ah, oh, yes, yes, I understand." And it was it was intense, but the the translators were super helpful, and the, you know the the stage manager and the the director were actually really nice people. So fast forward, our scripts. Uh, my script was in English. My translator script was in Korean, and when we compared scripts, when we were going line by line, it was not. Matched up. So we even, like, an hour, like, 30 or 40 minutes before the show started, we had to revise our scripts, or I had to revise my script to match the Korean script to make sure we were all on the same page. Because, unlike any other regular hosting where I can freestyle like an ad lib, you can't ad lib here because it's translated. You know, like, I can't say something and then if it's different to what the artist is expecting to hear, because, they Korean, nakasulat sa script nila. But, I am, I no, we're dead. So that was really I was so I was so tense and then when the fans came in the fans of this of this guy they're they're called melodies so uh Hinsick is actually part of a he used to be or he is rather still part of a boy band called B2B so if you look at B T O B um and they're pretty big and the fans, you know, if you've ever heard about K-pop fans, they are the most uh, supportive fans ever. Like, they are screaming, they are yelling, they know all the Korean words, even some of them who don't speak Korean, they know the words. And unbelievable. And that's, that's good. It's, it's awesome. It's great. But at the same time, it makes me so, it made, that's what another part I was so nervous. Cause if I fuck this up, what if I get bashed on Twitter? Like, oh, the, the host of the fan meet was so, Garbage. He didn't know anything, anything about Hyunsik or his music. And that truth be told, I didn't really know much about Jinsu. I looked him. I mean, I listened to some of his music before I, you know, a couple days before the show. I looked up some information, but I'm not a diehard fan, so I, I don't really, you know, it, I'm not like the biggest fan of K-pop either. I don't, I don't dislike K-pop. I just, I'm not a, f- a huge fan. So, no I was like, shit. I wonder if they're gonna notice or see see-through i wouldn't call it like a facade or like a fake thing but you know i am not a huge k-pop dude and i i ideally I, you would want the host of a fan meet to actually be a super fan of the artist right usually that's what happens but that's not the case all the time and so you know that i'm just being you know transparent with everybody right now but the fans were super great. I was able to hype them up. It wasn't that difficult to hype them up because, you know, they were really excited to see Hyun Sik. So I was just like, who's ready to have a good time? Yeah, I love you. <laughs> and we played some games and it was, it was really, it was really great. They knew all the songs and he's a great singer, see si Hyun Sik. So did. Like, I've never heard him until I listened to him on Spotify, but live, it's a different animal. And you really see the, the difference that K-pop singers and and artists really have compared to i would say compared to let's say here because you know how k-pop groups boy groups girl groups they train for years sometimes like you look into the history go like do some research on it it's really interesting that you know ba- boy bass like bts for example which is probably the biggest k-pop group in the world right now a uh, guy group at least like they they train for you know years and then they have to they're they're hand-picked to to like because they need to have the members that you know work well together. It's 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 like a science. It's crazy. So anyway, Hyunseok was awesome. After the show, the the director and the stage manager, you know, the Korean guys, they they said good job, and I was like thank you, and I felt really fulfilled because this is the first time I've ever hosted a K-pop uh, or fan meet, uh, Korean fan meet at least, and it was it was really an experience. So I was really thankful for that. Uh, they paid me after, which is cool. Thank you for paying me after. All oh, clients that pay you when you do your job, I love you. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, that that's my little uh, story right there. I want to leave it here on the podcast so that I could remember it. You know, when I'm older. Ano um, What else did I want to talk about? It was shit. That 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 really was. The bulk of my topics today i got an email from someone should i do that now hold on yeah i finished avatar i started you oh my hero academia i think i talked about in the last podcast yeah keep watching it um oh i i had i had lunch with my dad recently and we ate at this place in makati i've never been to it's a thai place called people's palace oh it's so good it's so expensive, but it's so good. Like they have this pomelo salad, it's like four hundred pesos. Super mahal, but but it was great. It was great. Oh, the pomelo salad, Oh, solid. Their green curry, their green curry I got it was average, but the the satay they also had chicken satay was which was really good. But the pomelo salad is really something that it's one of the like the best salads I've ever tried, really. Greenbelt People's Palace Pomelo salad. Get it. If you're in the area, save your Starbucks money, you know, don't buy Starbucks for 2 days and go get that salad. It's good. It's good. Um Yeah, I mean I've been eating like trash everybody. I need to get back on it. I haven't exercised in like almost 2 weeks. It's awful. It's the holidays, I know, but it's not really an excuse. So I'm going to try to hit the gym today um you and yesterday on heard on thursday by the way we interviewed uh an astrologer uh and his name was resty santiago cool guy nice guy but once again uh you know it was it was like he was reading natal charts so time of birth date of birth time of birth and i only learned the the meaning of like ascending like your ascending sign so supposedly yeah, I mean, take this with a grain of salt or whatever, but you know, the horoscopes on the newspapers and the you entertain- like on apps and shit, they do it by birthday. So let's say you're born on December, you know, 16, you're Sagittarius. So you look at Sagittarius and you read it and that's your horoscope for the day. What I was actually, what I learned yesterday was you have to get your ascending sign. So basically it's like the sign of the whatever when you were born. You look, Google it, Google it but that's once you know your ascending sign during the time and date of your birth that is the sign that you should actually be looking at not the date of your birth but like the date and time the ascending sign of your birth if that makes any sense it doesn't really make sense to me either but you know i'm trying my best and yeah i mean i'm not a big i'm not a big believer in any of this stuff i think i've i've made this very clear in the past but I I understand that it, for a lot of people it's it's something that they can really be like yep I agree with that or yes that's so true I'm such a Virgo <laughs> and also twenty twenty is is gonna be a year now where all the retrogate retrogrades are gonna happen so we you know Mercury retrograde right we, we 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 you hear it a lot in the news and on online so Mercury retrograde is supposedly a time supposedly a time. When like communication is bad, whether it be on phones, in person, in documents and stuff. So, but there's also like Venus retrograde, Saturn retrograde, Mars retrograde, there's something else that we talked about. There's like five planets that are gonna be in retrograde. So it's not a it's it's gonna be like a tough year to do a lot of things, according to astrology. Baloney! <laughs> but if you're a believer in that, I don't mean to hate on you, I'm just saying for me personally it's not my thing but for those who are just be warned there's gonna be five retrogrades this year I and mean, i'm in 2020 so look out for that um saying hello to some people before I, I i sign off here today someone sent me an email first person to ever send me an email they send it to my personal email or from my my from my personal account but i'll read it anyway jerwin jerwin i'm not, I'm not gonna read your last name just in case you don't want it read but it's, uh, no one's going to know who you are, Jerwin. So Jerwin says, Hey, uh, just dropping an email to tell you, I really like your podcast content and free flow talks, especially the episode of Kuriput budgeting. Yeah, I love Kuriput budgeting and sharing your thoughts on mental illness and staying positive. Thank you. I actually, I should listen to that episode again because I'm feeling a very negative lately. I'm not, I'm feeling very down on myself. And I think I need to really find a way to stay positive. Uh, Jerwin says he's quite picky to topics that he listens to, and he's just new to the podcast, so he'll be listening to other episodes in the coming days. Keep up the good work. Thanks, man. If you listen to this, I don't know if you're ever going to make it this far. Maybe you'll find out that you don't really like my podcast halfway through, and then you'll never hear this. But in case you do, thank you so much. And he said that he found an interesting podcast that he can relate to. So thank you, Jerwin. That means a lot to me. Seriously. You can send me an email, but also if you want to message me on Instagram, just in case you are like uh, the guy in you and you delete all your social media because you killed your ex-girlfriend, then uh, you can send me an email. Uh, (laughs) Here on Instagram, uh, KS Capistrano once again says, Merry Christmas, belated. Thank you, man. And he said, with regards to the Philippines UNESCO World Heritage sites that I talked about in the last, last podcast, he says that, I do hope you'd be able to discover all of it here. Yeah, hopefully. I want to I wanna visit there. Enjoy the rest of your holidays. Thanks. Also to uh, Coco David. Coco David says uh, he liked the uh, C-Sig, or he was looking for the c IGTV and also Merry Christmas more podcast, please. That's it, man. Thank you so much to everyone out there who listens to this podcast. I know it can be kind of, weird to just listen to some dude talk about his life but if you really enjoy it i i think it's really something that i'm really proud of and you know i started it more for me but since a lot of you seem to be really liking it i appreciate it and yeah i'm just gonna keep doing it like even if no one listens it's really it's really just uh it's like a diary online and if some of you like my thoughts and appreciate the thoughts that's 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 cool and if in case I don't record on Tuesday, happy new year in advance. And I'll see you in 2020. And I love you. I love you all. God bless. <laughs> More power. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it, man. Thank you very much. I'm not going to keep it any longer. And bye. <laughs> see you later. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's.